Welcome to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken. Island Conversations, Sunday morning on KWXX at 6.30 and on B93, B97 at 7 a.m. Or listen anytime online at kwxx.com. Island Conversations, brought to you by Parker School and by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916. Now, here's your host and producer, Sherry Bracken. Aloha. Welcome to Island Conversations, which you may be hearing as a podcast. Wherever you get podcasts, you probably looked for Island Conversations or at kwxx.com or b97hawaii.com. Or maybe you're hearing it on Sunday on KWXX or on B97B93. This is my final Island Conversations before I retire, although I will post a couple of bonus podcasts about water and wastewater, talks with Dr. Brick. Bennett before I leave at the end of the month. I thought about what should be the topic for this last program, of which there have been more than 800, and I came up with gratitude. It's such a profound time right now with everything that people are going through, and I think that having gratitude is something that's pretty critical to positive mental health. I asked several people whom I've interviewed over the years who may be facing personal or professional challenges because of COVID or other issues to talk about how, during such adversity, they do find gratitude and what they're grateful for. My guests include current and former mayors, a United States senator, an astronomer, the head of the Hawaii Island Food Basket, and the executive director of a science museum here on the island, and more. And at the end, I'll talk about what's up with me and what makes me grateful as I retire. First up, we'll talk with a woman who had to change her organization's whole business model when COVID hit because of the lockdowns, because of the inability of people to gather, and the organization has seen some of the most serious and saddest situations on the island. Kristen Frost Albrecht, you are the executive director of the Hawaii Food Basket, and you provide food to people around the island 18 or so times a month. And that has been a mission that you all have been on forever, but in the last nine or 10 months, it's been even more of a challenge. You see some of the saddest situations that exist on our island with people who are literally hungry and they absolutely need help. How do you find gratitude in the midst of all that you're seeing? What are you grateful for? We do see a lot. And the thing that makes me super grateful is the incredible goodwill and the care and compassion our residents here on Hawaii Island have for one another. I see this over and over again, and it's enough to make one weep. It's beautiful, and it has been continuous since the beginning of the pandemic. More strongly, I think, than anything else I've seen in during any other time. So that's something that just warms my heart to no end. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Kristen. We really appreciate hearing from you. And by the way, if people want to support Hawaii Island Food Basket, how may they do so? They can always find more information about us and a way to donate online at our website at hawaiifoodbasket.org. Thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha. 
That was Kristen Frost-Albrecht, Executive Director of the Hawaii Island Food Basket. One of the industries that I've had the pleasure of reporting on and doing interviews about during my 16-plus years in doing this has been astronomy. Astronomy has had some definite challenges over the last five years. COVID has not spared them. It's affected all businesses on the island. So we'll have a conversation about what makes one of the astronomers particularly grateful. Doug Simons is the Executive Director of Canada-France-Hawaii Telescope. He has lived here for probably around 25 years. He's a Hilo resident. In addition to being an astronomer, he is on the Mauna Kea Management Board and spends a lot of time picking weeds, I understand, up at Hale Pohaku. <laughs> yeah, keeps me out of trouble. I pick weeds when I need to. <laughs> yeah, it's in your bio. But I know you also hunt birds a lot, so you spend a lot of time on Mauna Kea. That's correct. You know, Doug... Astronomy on this island is a major industry, but it has suffered a lot in the last few years. We have all suffered in the last 10 months. Given all that, given the challenges we are facing personally and professionally, where do you find gratitude? Yeah, so I was thinking about this on the drive over from Hilo this morning. It's a beautiful drive and kind of inspirational in its own way. And thinking of what I've have been inspired by and empowered by over the course of my life and sort of if I were to narrow it down to sort of three things chronologically the first thing that came to my mind was my parents they passed away 10 or 15 years or so ago I'm the youngest of 10 kids and it was a uh, kind of a wild ride and as a parent now I have profound respect for what they did (laughs) but you don't have 10 you only have three I've got three yeah that's enough (laughs) you know in a nutshell they basically taught me to respect nature and inspired me to question it. And it was that example that was set when I was a little kid that I can trace to who I am today. So I I would start there in terms of being grateful to my parents who were influential in my life in ways that I could only see now looking backwards. Then sort of fast forwarding, I'd say thankful to my wife and kids for being so patient and tolerant of me. Through my career, I've, I've logged over 4 million miles, mostly on United Airlines, running around trying to build instrumentation and telescopes and, and establish my career. And they've, they've put up with it, uh, didn't have to, sacrificed a lot so that I could pursue my dreams. I don't take that for granted. I'm very thankful for that. And then the, the next one that, that occurred to me, again, driving over this morning, it may sound a little odd, but I'm thankful for Mauna Kea. It is at the crossroads of so many things in my life, and for a lot of people on the island as well. It's provider of food, water, and profound knowledge. And for me, when I think of the word home, believe it or not, the sense and the feeling I get when I'm on Mount Akea is, is one of being home. As you said, I've spent um, hundreds and hundreds of hunting trips on Mount Akea, family and friends. So I have a whole library of mental Movies and images that bring me joy from the years on Mount Akea. And, of course, on the summit of Mount Akea, a career that is far richer than I could possibly deserve. So if I were to try and, you know, concatenate my 50-plus years on this earth, half of which has been spent in Hawaii, I'd be my parents, my wife and kids, and Mount Akea and all that means that I would say I'm, I'm most thankful for. Doug Simons, thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha. And my next guest seemed a natural follow-on after speaking with Doug Simons. It's Kaiu Kimura of Imi Loa Astronomy, and I've been honored to interview Doug and Kaiu 
And after two telescopes on Mount Akea, we're part of a consortium of telescopes absolutely instrumental in getting the very first image of a supermassive black hole. I was lucky enough to moderate some forums, one at the Department of Hawaiian Language at UA Chilo, one at Kahilu Theater with Doug and with Ka'iu, with Hawaiian language expert Larry Kimura, and also astronomers Jessica Dempsey and Jeff Bauer about the work involved and how the black hole was given the Hawaiian name Povehi. Let's get to my conversation with Ka'iu. Aloha, Ka'iu Kimura. Aloha. Ka'iu you are the executive director of Imiloa Astronomy Center, which is a fabulous science museum here on the island. You are the mom of a toddler. You are married. There's been a lot going on in our world lately that have affected you both personally and professionally. But in the light of all that, what gives you gratitude? What are you grateful for? You know, first and foremost, I'm very grateful for my family and for our health. You know, during all of these challenges that our our world is facing um, with this global pandemic, I'm really thankful that my family has been in good health and keeping safe. I am also very thankful for this island that we live on, Hawaii Island, and the communities that are a part of it. I think our communities have done a great job despite the circumstances and challenges pulling together, helping one another out, supporting one another to keep each other as healthy and as successful as possible, again, given all of the challenging uh, situations that we face. I'm also very, very thankful for where I work here at Imiloa, which is at the University of Hawaii at Hilo, and just everybody here in this community on our island, the university community in Imiloa, for our staff who have done a tremendous job at um, being flexible and nimble within a situation going from a seven-day-a-week operation to a complete shutdown uh, and then having to reinvent our educational programs and service to the community. We went from, you know, hosting field trips and family events and meetings and functions to a total shutdown. But in that challenge... Our staff really rose above and thought about, you know, the resources that we have as Imiloa. We've got great educational curriculum. We've got great talented people. We have a facility. We can be and offer that of service to the community. And so our staff pivoted on a dime and created uh, basically Halolamaku, a keiki enrichment program that has been supporting Keiki and their families, providing a Monday through Friday program, eight hour a day, where kids could come and be safe and log in and, and do their compulsory work with their schools, but also get an additional bonus of Ini Loa's culture-based, place-based, Olelo-based, STEM-based curriculum that they have been totally jazzed and enthused with. So, I'm very, very proud and, and thankful to have the staff that we have here at Iniloa who were able to make that happen. Ka'iu Kimura, thank you so much. Aloha. Mahalo nui. Aloha. And that was Ka'iu Kimura of Imiloa Astronomy Center. Our United States delegation to Congress includes two United States senators and two United States representatives. Maisie Hirono is sometimes called the dean of the Hawaii delegation. She is not considered the, quote, senior senator. That would be Brian Schatz. But Senator Hirono has been 
in Congress for more than 16 years and brings a wealth of background and knowledge. Although up until around 2017, she was a quieter, more reserved member of the Hawaii delegation. In 2017, Senator Hirono discovered that she had stage four kidney cancer plus a lesion on her rib. She had surgery, she's had immunotherapy, and just let me say that since that diagnosis, Senator Hirono has not been a quiet member of the Hawaii delegation, but has been very outspoken. Senator Hirono and I spoke last Sunday. It was around three o'clock in the afternoon, Washington time, and Senator Hirono was waiting to vote on the COVID relief bill. Aloha, United States Senator Maisie Hirono. Aloha, Sherry. It's lovely to talk to you again. It's lovely to talk with you, and I really appreciate the time, given that I know you are still in session, waiting for that hopefully key vote that will give coronavirus relief, keep the government open, all those things. Sherry, by the time this airs, let's hope that we have done the things that help people, because we all know how many people are out there being so challenged, and uh, it's pretty tough for everybody these days, so... We better have voted on all of that by the time this airs. We still haven't voted on the bill today, but you know what? Yeah, I think we're making progress. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Well, that's good. Now, Senator Hirono, you have had some significant personal and professional challenges in recent years. You were diagnosed with kidney cancer that had spread to your ribs. You've needed significant medical treatment for that. And, of course, COVID makes it a bigger concern for you personally. Your mom is in a care home here in Hawaii. And, of course, with COVID, visitors are not allowed. And your husband's here in Hawaii, too. And all the senators have needed to be in Washington for a much longer time because of the legislation you've just talked about. And you've been working in a U.S. Senate where progress has been, in the view of most Americans, pretty limited because of partisan issues. So in the face of those and other challenges, where do you find gratitude? What are you grateful for? One thing I'm grateful for is that in the middle of this pandemic, when people are so challenged, I represent Hawaii where there's so much more of a sense of taking care of each other and being cooperative. And so I'm grateful for that, and I'm glad I represent a state like Hawaii where Aloha and Ohana means something. It means how we treat each other. So I'm grateful to represent a state where we have shared values. I'm grateful for my husband, Lei Noshima, who is, to me, the epitome of a supportive person. And I am really grateful because I wouldn't be able to do what I do without Leighton. And you mentioned that my mother is in a care facility, and we have not been able to visit with her since March. And that is a heartache that a lot of families face. However, my husband, either he or my brother, older brother and his wife, would visit my mother every single day. Now we go and we have to wave to her from outside, but we always bring her flowers because gardening was one of her joys. And I hope that even if it's maybe difficult for her, it helps us to know that she's in a place where they're taking care of her and and we can bring her bright flowers and hope that she uh, is recognizing how much we care about her. Senator Maisie Hirono, thank you so much for your mana'o. Aloha. Aloha to you. Take care, everyone. Every You know, in this pandemic, stay safe and be kind. I wish you the best, Sherry. I know you're going to find stuff to do that will keep you going and your mind and body active. Take care. Take care. Bye. Aloha. Bye.
That was United States Senator Maisie Hirono. We recorded the conversation with her one week ago on Sunday at the time they were going to vote on the COVID relief bill. They did so. But at this point, as I prepare this interview for broadcast, I'm not sure what's happening with it. And before we continue, I want to remind you, this is Island Conversations, my last program, and I'm Sherry Bracken. Before we continue finding out what makes people grateful, including me, A word from our sponsors. At KTA, local and fresh means you get the very best Hawaii Island has to offer. The grass-fed meats you find at KTA are raised without added hormones or antibiotics. Our seafood department is stocked with sustainable choices caught in local waters by local fishermen. KTA carries the largest selection of Hawaii Island homegrown produce. Our mountain apple brand is all local so you know it's fresh and delicious. Local and fresh always tastes best at KTA. And I do want to say I'm very grateful to KTA Superstores, specifically to the CEO, Toby Taniguchi, and to his late father, Barry Taniguchi, for being the wonderful community contributors they are. That family, that company gives more to the community than I think any of us really imagine. And Toby and Barry have always been very supportive of the work that I do. We have one more sponsor, and I'm grateful for them as well. I love my school. My school feels like family. At Parker School, we are one ohana. At Parker School, your child is known, valued, and nurtured in a safe and diverse community. We invite you on a Valina visit, a virtual campus tour to meet our school community and discover our historic campus in the heart of Waimea. Join our ohana, where students feel safe to explore, evolve, and excel as compassionate learners engaging enthusiastically in life. Call 885-7933 or visit parkerschoolhawaii.org to register, learn about financial aid opportunities, or about Parker School. In my 16 plus years of doing these interviews and reporting news, I've had numerous opportunities to speak with all three mayors we've had during that time. And we're going to start with a conversation with the very first mayor I interviewed. Mayor Harry Kim, my very first interview, the first Sunday in December 2004, was with you because I wanted to set a high standard and make sure that my interview program was going to be known as one of significance. Now, as I'm recording my very last interview program, I wanted to ask you, this has been an extremely challenging time. You were really doing double duty with civil defense as well as being mayor. You've seen a lot of sadness and sorrow because of COVID-19. I'm just wondering, where do you find gratitude in the midst of all that's been going on? My goodness, she just put me in a different state of mind with your recollection of the first and now the last. It's hard to believe, Sherry, that all those years have passed. It is. But, uh, the memories of all those years. But anyway, skipping all of that, as you were talking, uh, I'm afraid my mind went immediately to the veterans home. And forever I will feel uh, a real deep sense of uh, regret in regards to what happened at the veterans home. But outside of that, I think the gratitude of all my years past, I've never dreamt that I would be in that position. And that position was to be in a position that I think you could uh, really make a difference in trying to make things better. I just got a plot kind of thing for Kwanaiki by Kennedy Wilson. And it's a beautiful, beautiful plot of you know, a picture of Kwanaiki. And in it, it says a picture, it's a sign that I wrote, it says Kwanaiki Beach Park. The development of this park is a result of a true partnership between the Kona community, Kona Hawaii, and 
attended the Wilson Carnegie Show, and it's special because it was such a beautiful thing to see of the community working with the developers to try to make things better for the island and the people of Hawaii, both economically and the recognition of the Hawaiian people. How very nice. How very nice. Thank you so much, Mayor Harry Kim. Aloha. And thank you for all your work. Thank you a lot, Harry. Aloha. Bye-bye. My first interview with our next guest was in early 2005 when he was working as an executive assistant to Mayor Harry Kim. I talked with him and then-Lieutenant Marshal Kanehelua about the ICE task force. For the last several years, he's been battling a really serious blood cancer, which he talked with us about in an Island Conversations number 86 that we recorded back in July. Despite all that, he does manage to find gratitude. Aloha, former Mayor Billy Kanoi. Aloha, Sherry. Mayor Kanoi, you have, over the past few years, really struggled with some significant health challenges. But I know from talking with you that you managed to find gratitude despite that. And I'd just like to ask you, what do you feel gratitude for? Where is your gratitude coming from? Talk with us a little bit about that. I think... uh Anytime you put yourself in a place of gratitude and thankfulness, things always turn out better. It's like Coach Sean Wooden said, things turn out best for the people who make the best of the way things turn out. And I always thought that was so true. You know, we can be bummed or grumble about the situation that we find ourselves in, or we can find that space of gratitude and thankfulness. I certainly derive my gratitude from a spiritual relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I find my gratitude in simple things. You know, some people might say that it's been a series of difficult challenges. I choose to look at my experiences these past few years as these great opportunities to spend precious time with my family, to spend these years with my children that I would have missed because I would have been out in the community, helping people, being an advocate. You know, I grew up my whole life because both of my parents were social workers and instilled in all of us, me and my sisters, this deep commitment to serving others. So we never say no when somebody needs help or assistance or any kind of support. You know, it's always yes. So I would be running around trying to be, you know, as much assistance as I possibly could be to as many people as possible in our community. But instead, I had this great opportunity to be at home, to listen to my kids as they were growing up and transitioning to adulthood, to spend these precious years with Takako where we have talked and laughed and cried and, you know, spent so much good time that I never otherwise would have had. So what might seem like a series of really difficult circumstances has been a series of great, precious opportunities. And I'm really grateful every single day that I live on the most beautiful island in the world, surrounded by people I truly love. And I live in this community where people still value, respect, compassion, dignity, and aloha. Aloha is spoken here. Aloha isn't a catchphrase or a byword or a greeting. I believe aloha on Hawaii Island is truly a way of life. Don't get me wrong, there's still moments where 
I'll have moments of sadness if I look too far ahead at what I don't have. When I stop and I consider what I do have, I feel like the luckiest guy in the whole world. I really do. Thank you so much, former Mayor Billy Kanoy. Aloha. Aloha, Sherry. And now to our current mayor who's held the job for 20 days. Mayor Mitch Roth, what are you grateful for? Yeah, I love this question, Sherry. Every night before I go to bed and every morning when I wake up, I say the same thing. And it is, thank you, God, for all the blessings that you've given me. And then I start to think about what's happening that day or what happened that day. And there's so many things I'm grateful for. I'm so grateful for the people that live on this island. We have amazing people. I'm so grateful for the people that I get to work with in my office, um, that I get to work with in the county. It really is a blessing. And I've been able to see so many great things from different people. You know, I don't view myself as the boss. And I don't view people who work for me. I view it as I get to work with people. You know, I, when I was working at the prosecutor's office, it was kind of a joke that I would go into the office and introduce people. And I would say, like, oh, this is Deborah Chai. She's the boss. Oh, this is Tammy Canijo. She's the boss. Or, and people, everybody's the boss here. I said, yeah, that's the people I get to work with. I get to work with some amazing people, and I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the friends that I've had and I've got to meet this year on the campaign. I'm thankful for, you know, so many things, even the people who I ran against. And we were talking about people like Neil Azevedo. What a wonderful human being. I'm thankful that I got to meet and become better friends with people like Neil and, and Ikaika. Ikaika Marzo, who was your competitor. I, Ikaika Marzo. Yeah, I mean, people looked at you know our race. I'm thankful for the way our team ran that race with so much love and so much aloha and really was something that people can look at. It wasn't a me thing. It was a we thing. And I'm so thankful for all of those people. Sherry, I'm also very thankful for you and your friendship and what you've done over the years. I'm sad to see you go, but I'm thankful that you'll still be around. <laughs> I'm not moving. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mayor Mitraw. Thank you. And now to my final guest, Chris Leonard. Chris Leonard, you are the president and general manager of New West Broadcasting, which has the radio stations B97, B93, KWXX, and KPUA 670 AM. You, like all businesses, have suffered during the COVID-19 time, and all businesses are having challenges, and I know that makes it sometimes difficult to look at the positive side of life. What gives you gratitude? Where do you find that during this time in our island's life? You know, I, I think I find it almost every day, actually, and, and I've said this, I kind of said this from the beginning when there was was there's still quite a bit of uncertainty, but there was, was great uncertainty at the very beginning of the COVID pandemic and whether or not our business would survive and other businesses survive. Um, but I'm thankful that if I have to go through something like this, that I'm able to do this on Hawaii Island. And, and I've always said that, that this is, a, as corny as it may sound, that this is still a true community, still a community in the truest sense of the word. And, and to be able to to deal with this 
in this community where you have so many businesses, so many business leaders, so many community members that are really willing to try to help out their fellow business person, their fellow, their neighbors, um, you know, friend, not just friends and family, but just people in the community. I, I'm very thankful for that. And, and I think we see that on a daily basis, that there are a lot of people that are willing to go above and beyond what you would see in a lot of other communities. That's a huge, important thing about the Big Island. And when we speak of gratitude, Chris Leonard, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity and privilege of working here for the last couple of years, because it's obviously been very special, and I love my interviews, and I'm going to miss them. Well, we're going to miss having you here, and, and, and I'm thankful for, for the time that, that you've spent with us as well. I think it's something that, that's fit very well with what we've done and what we've always wanted to do as an organization is we want to super serve our community. We're licensed to operate in the public interest, but as you and I have discussed previously, that for me and for our company, that's not just something that's codified in a book somewhere in Washington, D.C. It's a way of life. It's how we operate, and you've been a big part of that for the last couple of years with us as well. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha. And now, as I say aloha for the final time on this program, I'm grateful to all of you who listen. I've really appreciated getting feedback from you, and I've been grateful that for nearly 17 years, I've been able to bring stories and people of the Big Island to you, first with Lava 105 in Koa Country, and now with the stations of New West Broadcasting. It's been fun. It's been interesting. It's been a great gig. I'm grateful for the radio stations that hired me. I'm grateful to Hawaii Public Radio for letting me bring Big Island stories and news to the state. Over the past 22 years, even before radio, I've moderated well over 100 candidate forums and issues forums, and I've emceed events. Thanks to all of those who invited me to do so, because it's been fun, it's been super challenging, it's kept my mind going, and it's been wonderful to be able to bring information to our community. My husband and I feel grateful to be here on the island for the past 26 years, and we hope to enjoy it for 26 more years. We're grateful for good health, We're grateful for the friendships we have on this island and just in general grateful for the way people are on this island. As Mayor Billy Kanoi said, people live with aloha here. A lot of people have said they really don't think I can retire, and I'm honestly not sure I can because this is my island home and I love being engaged. Former Mayor Harry Kim and his wife Bobby even sent me a card saying, congratulations on your new job, and inside it said, retirement is one of the hardest jobs you'll find. But I am looking forward to a break. I am hoping I can actually clean off my desk at home, and then we'll see what's next. And now, my final, at least for now, mahalo to you, the listeners. Until next time, please, let's all live and drive with aloha. Ahui ho. Thank you for listening to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken. Available anytime at kwxx.com. We welcome your feedback and suggestions at info at kwxx.com. Brought to you by Parker School and by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916. And by New West Broadcasting.